What's up, everybody? So I want to let you know that the Alpha Brain Golden Ticket Sweepstakes are still going on. And that's just a rad opportunity not only to stock up on your Alpha Brain or give Alpha Brain a try. Because if you haven't tried Alpha Brain, it's definitely one of those tools that's different than any stimulant you've had and gets your brain firing in an absolutely different way. And that's what our clinical research has shown, and that's what everybody who's tried it. You know, we've sold over a million bottles of Alpha Brain, and the results are in. It works. It's awesome. So this is a great opportunity, though, because if you get the Golden Ticket Sweepstakes, everybody is a winner, and there's a bunch of cool shit that we're giving away, from kettlebell sets to different other products, to discounts. Every single person is going to be a winner if you go to the golden ticket sweepstakes so check it out on it.com slash golden ticket and then enter the code and fill in the entry form there's going to be a grand prize for one of you which is going to be a trip out here to austin and on hq so you'll be able to come hang at the hq and do all the awesome on it things so definitely check it out go to on it.com slash golden dash ticket and get your 30 count or 90 count bottle of alpha brain before we get started, I want to talk about my new clothing collection launched through Onnit called the Aubrey Marcus Collection. So I love fashion, I love style, but living in Austin, I find it hard to actually shop for anything. You know, the t-shirt cuts are kind of off the rack, they blossom out at the bottom, nothing really fits right. So even like trying to get a plain tee, I have a really hard time unless I'm shopping in LA or shopping in New York or shopping in Vegas and I have my shops. So I figured there's a lot of other people around the country who kind of feel the same way. And so I started working with my Italian designer friend, Giuseppe, and we worked together on a former clothing line called Space and now kind of evolved it to the grown-up version with the Aubrey Marcus collection. Went back and forth over a year with all the help of the Onnit design team and launched the Aubrey Marcus collection. It has kicks, it has joggers, it has sweat jeans, it has a knit blazer, a bunch of different cool shirts with different cuts. I'm literally wearing at least one of these pieces every single day. I love them. I think you guys will love them too. You can find it at AubreyMarcusCollection.com and follow on Instagram at AubreyMarcusCollection. My soul sister Anahata is back and this time we have a very focused podcast on how to bring transformation through all the way from ideation down to the foundation. It's probably my favorite podcast with her. I think you guys are really going to dig it. It's the most clear, actionable, and practical method that I've ever learned for making concrete changes and making them stick and making them last. Enjoy. Anahata, <laughs> welcome back, sis. Oh, it's so good to be home again with yep. you here in Austin. So I always I talk about a lot that if we did like a fraction of the stuff that we know we should, and actually brought that into being, we would all pretty much be superheroes. Right. Like, it's not necessarily a lack of information. And the information is great. Look, I just spent a whole book, you know, putting out a bunch of awesome information, right. but the rub is going to be in the implementation. Right. It's not actually knowing what we should do. It's actually putting that into practice and actually putting that into work and embodying that. And that's the that's the hard part. And when we were talking in my kitchen last night, right, right. you're like, perfect because this is something that you work with on a lot of your clients and you've developed kind of a cool metaphoric map that works through the elements and helps you understand where something is in the process so you can kind of track it and then i think by applying those metrics it's almost like um you know like the biometrics you would have on your ring like but mm -hmm. applying that with a map saying okay here's where that idea is mm -hmm. and here's how i need to bring it forward right so I think that's a dope topic to cover, and I'm excited <laughs> to get bring in it. that with you. It's always a pleasure because is we always catalyze these amazing insights within each other and get these downloads to really kind of help people uh, navigate the process. So 
this kind of map that I've been working through for many years is kind of a walk through the elements. And so we start up at the top with ether. Uh, I know. A E T H E R. If anybody's curious, I'm making a hard. Or I'm making a hard stand. No, 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 no. A E. Everybody, let's just choose one. It's time to choose A E. There are many cooler. paths. There are many Aether. ways. <laughs> Wrong. There's one way, and it's A E. Okay. Okay. Let it on. go. Be diverse. Open-minded. <laughs> so get ready for a wild ride, because here we come. We're fired up on this Friday. So. Okay, so we begin with something we know. You, because you know, people say that all the time. Oh, I know I shouldn't be doing this. Or I know I should be doing this. So we start with ether. And that, that is the element way up here in the sky. And things move very quick up here. Ideas and information. This is where we see. This is where we have visions. And this is where we have beliefs sitting up here. And the storyline is, oh, I know. I know this. And the you great know. news is, though, that sometimes we don't know. And it's not, we're moving into this place where now we know and it's in our crosshairs. So before that, we don't know. It almost seems like there might be even one layer above the ether, and that layer is in the collective. And like if you mm -hmm. listen to Rupert Sheldrake talk about the morphic resonance field or the you know, 99th monkey idea, whereas almost like that idea births even in a, in a level of consciousness that's beyond what our waking consciousness is and right. that like allows the very first opening and maybe the upper ether right you know in the collective of an idea a thought pattern a possibility that then slowly we attune to with our own you know acknowledgement and conscious mind and then that's where it that's where it starts and then we got to bring it all the way down to so the that's feet. inspiration that's yeah. happens in the ether is inspiration means to bring spirit in so before that we don't know what we know before that is whatever we've been taught, all of the programs. So belief sits here in the ether because we only know what we know at this point. Mm -hmm. And a lot of that belief, a lot of that knowledge might be false, might be programs that somebody else gave us, might be not even ours, not even true. So when we start opening to that higher perspective, divine cosmos, now we're getting inspired in spirit. We're bringing spirit in or truth in. And this could be something like a diet or nutrition idea, like, oh, I got to, you know, have more fat, less carbs, mm -hmm. you know, right? So that could be that idea that we're having trouble with because we love pasta and we love the sugar <laughs> sure. and whatever. Or it could be something like, you know, I really need to open my heart more and trust people and love people more. Like all both of those concepts equally, you know, challenging and to certain people at certain times, probably opening the heart is one of the more challenging ones because it's so... But, you know, who knows? You can't say more or less or whatever. But it could be any variety. So as we're talking, this could be any variety of your physical goals, mental goals, spiritual goals, you know, emotional goals, all of it. I know I should stop doing this. Yeah. And sometimes we or don't. Or I should start doing yeah, this. Yeah, and I should start, I start doing that. And sometimes we don't know. So that's kind of when, you know, what I'm having in here is a false belief until I know the truth. And that's the awakening. That's the epiphany. And so now what I know is we're wanting to move that into manifestation. So as we move down these elements, it takes time to move something from thought or belief into physical form. Mm -hmm. And universe doesn't care whether it's false or, or, or something negative that you're believing to manifest into reality because we can manifest a disease and it's gonna be correlated to belief. There's not enough, I'm unworthy. You know, it's gonna be correlated and it will go all the way through the elements and we manifest in the physical, physical reality 
death, destruction, disease, and the chaos associated with whatever vibrational resonance that's happening way up here in the ether. Mm -hmm. And so we can manifest for better or for worse, whatever the quality of our thoughts are up here. You know, just as our thoughts create our reality, that's not sure. anything new for you or me or the listeners. Oh, our thoughts create our reality. That's the same thing. It's just that this, this consciousness and how it moves into form, it doesn't care whether it's a good thought or a bad thought. Right. So it seems like the key is we got to intentionally draw the right. positive thoughts from the right. ether in through the form mm -hmm. and then expel the delusions, evaporate, <laughs> dissipate right. the delusions of those negative thoughts, right. those diluted fear-based thoughts that we don't need so that we don't unintentionally draw those in through the body as well. So it's like a two-pronged strategy. Exactly. So what we don't know way back here, when we move it into our awareness, great, now I'm in awareness about it. Okay, I know it now. I know I shouldn't be doing that. Before I didn't know that it was toxic mm -hmm. for me. Before I didn't know this habit was a problem or this belief was limiting me. Okay, now I know we've moved it out of the ether and it start, it's, it's starting to come into form now. So then... We move it out of ether and we start talking about it. Kind of like the inspiration for a book. It really wasn't something that you knew at seven years old. You didn't know you were going to write a book. There wasn't an inspiration for it. But it came in, the idea came in at some point years ago. Mm -hmm. And now it's in form. Congratulations, by the way. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> so that's something, a thought, an idea. And then you might have held it, held it close for a little while. Like, I'm thinking about it. I'm thinking about it. I'm percolating yeah, on years. it. Yeah, until, until you said, now we're moving it into air. I'm going to write a book. Maybe you haven't even written a, a word yet. But then we move it into, into the air where we start talking about it. Mm -hmm. I'm going to do this. Here's my New Year's intention. <laughs> you know, here's my New Year's mm -hmm. resolution. I'm going to be more fit. I'm going to lose weight. I'm going to start a business. I'm going to write a book. I'm going to break up with that person. I'm going to get a new job fabulous it's in the air we're talking yeah. about it and a lot of times it's a fucking fart in the wind it doesn't go anywhere it doesn't go anywhere when exactly. we're saying that shit and, but it is a movement mm -hmm. at least at least and this is where we want to recognize it wow am i full of hot air am i just talking about it and sometimes that is a movement from the ether because now we're no longer hiding it in our conscious yeah, mind we're yeah, not yeah. just we're actually the density has it's gotten slightly more dense as we go <laughs> down it's going to get more and more into material form it's going to get more dense as we go which means it's going to take more time things move very fast in the ethers up here oh yeah the ideas i can see it happening great but it takes time to actually move it into that's so huge form. to remember like the body is slow when you get into the dense <sighs> form of the body like it doesn't move as fast as the mind. And I think we get frustrated because if we identify <laughs> ourselves purely as mind, mind is like lightning. It's fast. just, it literally is the light passing through the neurons of your brain. It's that fucking fast. Right. But the rest of the body is not like that. It's like a tree that's slowly going to bend its leaves and right. branches to the light. That's slowly going to push its roots to the right water source. It's slowly going <laughs> to expel through its bark, the toxins that it's that it's held like we got to remember that our body is not that fast and thank god it's not that fast right because we can't handle things moving that fast no. in the physical reality that's why we need to go through all of these phases of the elements for when we get to that time when something is in manifest it's stable like mountain and it doesn't move mm -hmm. doesn't matter if the wind blows it's stable it's solid yeah doesn't matter if water comes doesn't matter if fire burns it's earth it's solid it's impenetrable and we want to get to that state of embodiment and some things we can move from ether to earth, 
through these stages pretty quickly. And other times we have just a hell of a lot of resistance because a lot of what's in the ether are limiting beliefs or traumas emotionally. So yes, it is moving into matter when we start speaking it. And the universe starts hearing, okay, there's intention. Fantastic. Good. We're, we're moving in the right direction. And a lot of people stop right there. Have you ever said, okay, New Year's intention, I'm going to do it. And that's where it stopped? No, never. I'm always, I'm, <laughs> a, I'm 100%. A I'm 100%. He's a liar. If one, I, like if I say something, how? Edit I'm, this out. <laughs> yeah, of course. Of exactly. Course. Exactly. And so we, got, we get to be compassionate with ourselves that sometimes we say a thing and there may be some time or there, there may need to be some catalyst before we actually get to take any action. Or we may just be saying, yeah, I want to do this, but at a soul level, we're really not motivated, qualified, ready, or inspired to do it. And or it there's may addictive, never. Or addictive patterns that, totally. were, that are somewhere more deeply rooted, and we haven't really figured out the, the, the key set to unlock that puzzle that's somewhere in our emotional body yet. And, and that takes time. And, and we might not be ready to look at this until this other thing happens. Mm -hmm. So now, now we're getting to this point with air, it's intention. This is my claim. Okay, I do. I, I, I'm going to stay committed to you. I'm going to uh, be there on Friday for this meeting. I'm going to deliver this thing. I'm going to say, yes, I can do this. And am I actually qualified, capable, ready? Maybe, maybe not. So this also helps me understand where somebody else is. Not only where I am, because I want my word to matter. I want it to mean something. You know, I don't want to say, hey, I'm going to be there if I don't mean it. I don't, I'm not going to show up unless I don't, unless I don't mean it. And right. so I'm a lot more mindful of, of what I say because I want to be able to back it up with action. Yeah, I think there's, that's an important thing too. And I think you got to understand why you're saying those things. If you're saying those things to create some kind of validation from another person or you're saying those things out of fear, like, mm -hmm. oh yeah, I'll try to make it, but you know in your heart you're not going to make it. Like it's because you're afraid of letting them down at this point, so you're postponing it so that they get more let down right. later, you know, or something like that. Or a fear of confrontation or a fear, fear of, of rejection, mm -hmm. fear of judgment. There's lots of reasons why we just say something just to oh yeah i'm gonna yes yeah 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 so i don't or approval conflict. approval seeking you know totally. like ah uh, yeah i'm gonna get i'm gonna you know get in shape i'm gonna do this oh i'm gonna start this i'm gonna start this business it's gonna be awesome i'm gonna you know get this thing together but and you're just saying that to impress somebody and so once you've sufficiently impressed them it's like you're casting a spell of belief upon them you know which may or may not work depending on how many times you've tried it how many times <laughs> you've failed how convinced and convicted you are and how good you are at delivering that but like, what is your intention? Do you really mean it? Or are you doing it out of fear? Or are you doing it out of some kind of approval seeking, which is really just another form of fear, fear right. that you're not enough, fear that you need to tell somebody something so that they'll love you, approve of you, validate you right. in some way. We say all kinds of things. And sometimes it it's sometimes totally unconscious. And sometimes we know we're saying something that's a lie. We're putting out into the universe through the air element, a vibration of, I'm not really going to do this, but yeah, yeah, yeah. And so that's where, and sometimes we're, our intentions are good and, and there is this desire to really follow through. And sometimes then we meet with, oh, I didn't know it was going to be this much money. Mm -hmm. I didn't know. And then we start backpedaling because we said yes before realizing what we were saying yes to. That's largely can be out of your control, but what exactly. is in your control is 
meaning what you say exactly. <laughs> you know like that is that's the first step and you know i think it's i first heard it from uh paul selig and he was saying and the guide saying there's never been a lie that's told that hasn't been told in fear there's never been a secret that's been held that hasn't been held in fear yeah. like fear is the is the impulse that causes us to choose those different paths so by in by doing that you're just empowering indulging fear and when i say fear i don't mean danger and self-preservation i mean actual fear yeah. you know fear of something that's not going to actually physically harm you and this is the quality of our voice because we're putting that out there and this is the 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 air that i'm putting out into the universe it is a spell am i casting am i putting truth out there is it mm. inspiring is it honest is it real or is it you know what is the vibration of that so that's the air element there's a i had another really uh interesting hit on on that and i realized that even myself i'm something of a truth bartender <laughs> right? right you know like like, so, let's be honest so it's not always easy it's not always easy you don't want to always, always hear easy. it you kind of want to hear a lie right. sometimes <laughs> <laughs> and so sometimes you just water the truth down and then maybe you add in some extra love and oh, some extra no. support and you make it a nice nice yeah. cocktail some it has a little straw it has a little yeah it has, a little, it has a little umbrella it's like oh i love you so much but i can't but. make it you know blah blah blah, blah. so it's true and it, but you're just not presenting it in a nice way and that's all good that's that's the white magic Right. But sometimes you'll mask the truth with delusion, deception, or maybe you just don't even put that in there at all. Right. It's like giving somebody a vodka tonic with no vodka at all, just straight <laughs> up Windex, you know, but you mix enough other shit in there that you're right. like, here, drink that this That depends cocktail. on someone's intention you right. know, and their beliefs. That's why this is affecting what I say, because the way I see the world, you're an enemy or I'm not good enough is going to affect the quality of what comes out, whether or not it's true whether or not I'm courageous enough to say, hey, this isn't working, or have the, the uh, strength and the courage to be honest with you, even if it's uncomfortable, you know, even if it's going to make you feel a certain way, even if we thought we were going to go this way with our relationship or with business or whatever, to kind of be honest. And sometimes yeah. we have a real tough time with being honest and speaking the truth. And a lot of times people have their air element, literally their throat blocked. And they don't feel like their voice matters or that they feel like if they said the truth that someone would receive it because they've had so many um, unhealthy and painful experiences when they have been honest and it's backfired. And so mm -hmm. a lot of times people don't want to say, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to lose 10 pounds or I'm going to quit smoking because every time they say that there's judgment or, oh, you're never going to do that. And so right. they just stop. So sometimes we stop there because of fear of the, the way someone's going to respond to us. Yeah. Yeah. That that makes sense and i think it's also important to if you are if the intention of your relationship with someone is love like love and truth are synonyms like they're really you can't escape the fact you can't be in truth in, in love with someone without being in truth with them and you can't be in, in truth without also carrying love and i think people think of the truth like well if i just told the truth all the time then you know i'd be an asshole well, the truth that you're telling is just that you are an asshole because <laughs> right. that's the only truth that you're actually telling because the truth is that what else? you're saying is I'm judging you constantly yeah. for things that don't matter, you know, and, and that judgment is the only truth that you're saying. So it's not like, yeah, sure, if you want to indulge the worst parts of yourself and express them, then you will be in truth in showing everybody the worst parts of yourself. Right. When we say truth, we mean the truth that comes from the heart. And that's why using truth and love as synonyms are the barriers to really help people figure out, oh, okay. What is this? Love, truth. It's the same thing. And, 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 and like that, 
to be honest with somebody we love, knowing that sometimes that honesty might hurt them. Mm-hmm. And then sometimes we think, well, because I love him, I don't want to hurt him, so I'm not going to be honest about this thing that it isn't hurts working. Him more later. It just hurts him more later. So this is this is, this is the this is betrayal because I'm not really um, betrayal always has its roots in I'm betraying what betraying what my truth is. Yeah. And when I'm out of integrity, then so will my voice, and then of course my actions will follow. Yeah. All right, so then let's go, we have the positive, let's say we have that positive thing in the air. I want to lose those 10 pounds, I want to open my heart, Ah. I want to be more in truth, right? Where do we bring it from there Okay, so now we go into the fire element. Fire. Ah, fire. (laughs) And that's where we take action. Mm -hmm. And movement, we start moving something from a from an inner state and this is where i like newton's law because it you know the law is this place is an an object that is in inertia you know that is not moving is likely to stay not moving until there is some catalyst to move it and so this is where sometimes when we say okay i'm going to lose weight or i'm going to do whatever whatever the catalyst to actually take action has to come in the form of some wake-up call, some breakup. Well, I got fired, so I have to go get a new job. There's a divorce. There's the diagnosis. So sometimes... Desperation Desperation fire. fire is, is that as human, our human condition <laughs> needs some catalyst to make change because an object at rest likes to stay there. And unless the motivation is fiery enough, it won't move. Inspiration or desperation? Exactly. Two sources of fire. One burns like hell and one feels really good as it expresses through your body. One's like light and energy and passion. Passion. And the other one's like, God damn, that hurts. I can't take this anymore. I'm never going to do this. I'm literally holding your feet to the fire. Exactly. And so, you know, the passionate, okay, I'm going to go forward. I'm going to ask her out. I'm going to, you know, those kinds of, I'm going to start my business because I'm, I'm motivated from an inspirational place. So that's one place we're going to get motivation. But the other motivation for change and for action is, is, is pain, you know? And you've noticed it with your, when your business expands, I'm sure, is like, oh, this amazing expansion is happening. It's great and it's moving and, and we're inspired to help more people and bring more products out there. And like, oh, now some of the systems aren't working or we need more staff or there's some problem and it has to get to a painful place before we're like, oh, we have to make this change and it's going to yeah. cost a lot of money or it's going to co- take a lot of time to build out this whole new system and that's going to put a pause on our timeline. It's, you know, So a lot of times we don't want to do that action because as soon as we tar- start taking action, it's like, oh, now all the obstacles come, start coming up. Yeah, that's where that, you know, that warrior ethos has to come. Like, what are what are we here what are we here for? Are we here for the fucking pleasure cruise? Come on. Like, are we really here to just like float around and sip pina coladas? Or maybe maybe that's who you are. Maybe yeah. you're, you know, maybe you're a vacation guy. And that's, that's cool. what you're here for in this yeah. planet. But to be. money runs out eventually. But, but that's <laughs> tough. It's tough to actually make that happen. Or or maybe you're maybe you're a fighter, maybe you're a warrior. And if you're a warrior and you have that warrior spirit, that fight, then it doesn't matter it doesn't matter what the obstacles come. It's just your job to do your best, to do your best at all times. And and that is the embodiment of who you are. You know, so are you vacation guy or are you a fucking warrior? <laughs> like those are the those are really the, the questions that we have to ask ourselves. And like when you get knocked down, are you going to get back up? Mm-hmm. And sometimes it's easy to get back up because 
we can handle sometimes the things. And then sometimes it's a big punch and it, or it's a stab in the back and we weren't expecting it. It knocks the wind out of us a little bit. We're not quite ready to get back up again. Immediately, we just need like, whoa, I wasn't expecting that. I need to like, okay, that I what, that's a big one. Mm-hmm. And so it takes us a minute sometimes or longer than a minute to kind of say, all right, I'm ready to fight again. I'm ready to get back in the game because I, I got the wind knocked out of me. And a lot of that is we're so attached to the outcome. Like the outcome is the validation of who we are. Like so, but if we just focus on the process and some that thing, that sucker punch comes out of nowhere and you get hit. Like like if a great if a great fighter gets sucker punched and gets knocked down, he doesn't question himself like, well, fuck, I got sucker punched. I didn't even see that guy. I'm quit. I'm, but I'm not gonna quit. I mean, I got fucking sucker punched. But yeah. if you're worried and insecure about am I tough or am I not tough, and you get sucker punched, see, I'm a pussy all along. I knew it. You know, like <laughs> and then you I, quit. I, and then you quit. And then but but that's not the thing because it's the, not the outcome that it's not the outcome that matters. What matters is like who you are, and the the less attached you are to using that external validation as your internal validation then you get up way quicker you're like oh man i got knocked down how about that and maybe you can even do it with a laugh like i (laughs) failed hard on this one i I did not prepare i I crashed i crashed hard or this thing came totally out of the blue i didn't see it was like a meteor coming from the sky like what are the chances of that and it and 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 we, we sometimes like when a bird flies into the window they're just like ah for a little bit like, okay, wait, let me shake it off yeah. and let me get back in the game. So a lot of times the process will stall right here the with the first bird, punch. The human bird's like, I'm so stupid. I should have seen the glass. <laughs> right. How did I not see the glass? I'm such a dumb bird. Right. And they'll just walk around in circles like, I'm so dumb. I'm so yeah, dumb. Right. Like, Beat themselves up the on top of it. The bird's just like, damn, damn. <laughs> what the fuck was that? Shake it off. <laughs> like, and all then- right. You know, and then get the wings and going. and because a lot of times in the ether we see it happening so easily and effortlessly, we don't expect yeah. that there's going to be challenges. We don't expect that there's going to be obstacles. And so when one comes, we're like, "God, you you're sabotaging me." And it's like, "No, this is the process. You're yeah. going to have to take action, and then the road is going to split, or there's going to be a dead end, and you're going to have to address Figure it." it out. You're going to have to transform because the fire element is about transformation and movement. And this is why I love Newton's law that way that says there is going to need to be a catalyst. And sometimes it's my pain. Okay, I got a third DUI. Okay, I'm ready to look at my drinking problem. Uh, There's a divorce or there's a death. Okay, now I'm ready. Or a diagnosis, now I'm ready. Or sometimes the passion builds and the inspiration is so great to open a business, to write a book, to ask that person out, whatever it is, to open my heart. The motivation and the inspiration is so great. There needs to be a catalyst. You know, this is that um, force equals mass times acceleration. Well, we need a force. We need a catalyst. We need uh, uh, something to invoke and, and catalyze that movement. And, um, and that is also sometimes we can be moving so fast in the fire that says a body in motion stays in bo- motion until another force happens. And sometimes that's the wall. You know, where it's mm-hmm. like, oh, I hit the wall on that. Just like I was, you know, working with a dear friend uh, and client of mine that is a trainer. And it's just like, I've been ignoring all the signals in my knee. Boom, knee gave out. Yeah. And so now inertia happens because it's been forced. The fire was too hot, too intense. And there wasn't awareness to move in the fire element. And if you get too hot and too tense, then you burn out or adrenal fatigue or you burn other people in the form of, of running a business, then you can 
you know, burn out all your employees at the sure. same time. And right. so working with the fire element, we've got, there's got to be a finesse here because you've got it to be able to move with it so that it's warming and it's not too intense, it's not too fiery, but it also transforms and we can get to the other side without being burned and incinerated. Well, look, there's a limited <laughs> amount of fuel. There's a limited right. amount of fuel that we have. Like imagine tending an actual fire and your, your goal is not just to get as hot as you fucking can for five minutes, you know, but like you have a limited amount of fuel, logs and brush around you and whatever. Your goal is to stay warm the whole night, right. the night being whatever your task might be. Well, if you build that fire so massive that you're just cooking and you have to move 10 feet back because that thing's really roaring, you burn up all your fuel, you're going to get real cold later. Right. At the you coldest know? part of the night, the coldest part you're of the night, not going to have any have energy any. left. Exactly. So working with the fire element, we're still also starting to work with our solar plexus and how we move energy. Are we too forceful? Are we too late, you know, laid back? And we have to find this groove because also in the listening Sometimes we're going to have to move and sometimes we're going to have to pause. We're going to have to give it a rest. And, you know, in that place, it, there's a lot of finesse here, fire dancing. <laughs> yeah. And I think it's also interesting to a lot of the substances that we take are fire generators. And it's important to understand, like, when you want to add fire and when you need to add, like, some real water and sometimes right. often actual water. Right. You know, because a lot of the things that are fire actually dehydrate you. Right. You know, think about caffeine yeah. yeah caffeine coffee i mean that's highly acidic it's fire it's going to put fire in your body through your adrenal system through everything and a lot of us are just constantly pouring fire into our system and better is to use that when you need it you know and really kind of modulate that and make sure that it's not all fire all the time nicotine is another one great both great plants sure. but yeah. know what you're using it for know what that element sugar is too. yeah sugar you know? too and that one that one's like a the dirtiest fuel you can burn though you know because that one that one like nicotine is fire but it'll give you this nice curve that lasts right. lasts for a while same you know caffeine can kind of spike a little bit but sugar it just pumps he you up for a second drop and you off. dumps you so in this in this dance uh, the fire dance we're really looking how can i understand my fire and listen to the right alchemy of you know at different times with your book you're like, full on, go, I'm going to write for this whole month and I'm inspired. It's the right time. Yeah. And other times it might be like, wow, I blocked off the time, but I'm not inspired to write right now. Right. And I can't force it. And if I force it, then I write shit. And if I, sometimes it's like, let me step back and, and, and let me wait, which doesn't mean I'm not taking action. It's like, I'm understanding the birth process. And so there's this dance, this cha-cha, the fire dance of, of really getting with when is it time to move? When is it time to pause? When is it time to step back? And um, the challenge with the fire is that a lot of times we make the wrong decision. <laughs> well, the challenge with the fire for me is that there's other ways to move actually too. Mm -hmm. Like I've been really meditating on that principle of way, wu way, you know, like the, yeah. the way of non-action, you know, so that you really are not using your own fire because I've accomplished almost everything I have like by burning and stressing and like fueling and firing and overcoming and <sighs> building this giant brush fire, this, you know, fire being this fire elemental that kind of burning man, burning, yeah, exactly. <laughs> that goes through, but that, re that requires a heavy cost. It's a heavy, heavy cost. But then especially with writing better is to just get out of the way. 
you know, better even with managing, even with being a CEO, be, even making decisions. Better is just get out of the way, try and tap into your own higher wisdom, the wisdom that's available, the the highest intelligence from the ether, and just let that pass through with less friction. Right, and you know? it might take time. Mm -hmm. This is where fire doesn't mean force. Fire tending and dancing with the fire is this alchemy that says. Let me allow it to be the element. Let me understand this element and know how to dance with it. And it might need a little time. It might need a little oxygen. I might be smothering it. Yeah. And it might need, you know, because fire, fire needs oxygen too, and it needs a grounding. It needs earth. So this is um, really interesting because sometimes we can come with too much force or uh, we're not allowing or we're coming with too much fire, and then we just start just destroy things. And the universe is trying to give us a feedback that says adjust your fire here. Yeah. Uh, adjust your movement, move to the left, shift, slow down, pay attention and adjust your fire or, or e your dreams, all of that you saw inspired. This is where it's self-sabotaging, where we mm -hmm. can destroy the very thing that we're wanting to create because yeah. we're not aware with how we're moving with that. And when fire becomes this random touch, this random element that comes to, that's another danger I think people have is like, well, I'm not inspired right now to do that. Well, sometimes you got to just put yourself like Stephen Pressfield, the great author, he talks about it as the muse. He says, I don't know when the muse is going to show up, but I sit my ass in my chair at 9 a.m. every day. So the muse, <laughs> the muse knows where I am when it, if it wants to come find me. So he does his part, you know, and, and then and that, and I found that too. Some days, incredibly prolific, 6,000 words, you know, like, whoa, 6,000 words. Some days, a labored 600 words. Yeah, but, but, six. by, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but by sitting, but by sitting there, right you know, I at least give it the best opportunity possible. And I think we all have to do our part. And then, yeah, the other forces that be will carry it and, and recognize it. But don't don't just completely wait for the muse or inspiration to just take you and carry you on the wings of a fucking, you know, butterfly, <laughs> yeah, you know, unicorn, straight unicorn. Through. Unicorn. Woo, yeah, it was so yeah, easy. Was, yeah. I finished a book In like this. 30 seconds. <laughs> Not going to happen for most of us. <laughs> right. And this is where as we go down the elements from ether to air to fire, we're getting more structure. Mm. It says it, it, we're not in form when we're up here in the in the ethers. It's moving around, right? And here we're getting into cloud form. Okay, now, because we're getting into some formation, fire is a structure. And so that's what you're talking about. The movement might be to take action to get into the gym on Monday morning, mm. you know, or to ask for some help. Maybe the action is, I've never done this before. I need a writing coach or I need some some structure here because I haven't I haven't walked this path before. Yeah. And so a lot of times the the fear of I don't know what I'm doing keeps people from moving or the muse hasn't come yet. And it's like, okay, well, then let me take the action because somebody's done this before me. The action might be, let me get to know, let me get to learn, let me hire and be around those people that have written a book before. Yeah. That know this process. Well, that know the gym. You'll right? catch fire just by being next to them. Exactly. Those are the inspirational people exactly. that are around you. I have lots of people like that where I leave them and I'm just like fired, fired up. up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and that's where a coal being close to the fire. So sometimes the action might be, I want to be around the circle of influence of people that are already authors or success or are pro athletes or getting the results that I want. So here's the interesting thing, Av, about um, when we start taking action there is going to be a reaction. So if you start moving in the area of success, the people you've been hanging around may not like that. You know, 
or if you stop something and those are, those are your buddies and this, mm-hmm. is, this is classic that says, well, what if I stop drinking? And it's just like, well, then what happens to the relationships of my drinking buddies? Yeah. Well, what happens if I move away from this relationship because uh, we're growing apart or honestly it doesn't fit any longer or it, maybe it never did and I'm finally being honest about it, whatever it is. When I start taking action, there is going to be a reaction. So this is going to affect our ability to move. And our passion, when we start doing something and we're excited about it, our, the people, our circle of influence can be, yay, good for you. And sometimes our closest friends that we thought will get triggered into insecurity, jealousy, or abandonment. Mm. And their judgment or insecurity might come up and say, you can't do that. You know, you're not going to be successful at that. That's like trying to pour water on your fire. And you're like, okay. Muddy ass water, yeah. And so in that place, I got to make a decision. Because if if my identity is associated with that relationship, I can turn down my fire just to keep harmony in that relationship that I'm not ready to evolve. Or I'm not ready to let go of my drinking buddies, so I'll drink with them even though I don't want to. Mm -hmm. You know, so we kind of take action and what it's doing is it's dulling our fire and it's pushing the timeline out. Well, it's burning up fuel that you don't have in a way that doesn't serve you. And that's the worst. When you're you're burning fuel for something you really don't want to do to please somebody or to validate yourself or do something, that's just wasted, wasted fuel source. You know, like we're in a battle against entropy our whole lives. (laughs) Like how much fuel do we have? That's a huge part of what my whole book is about. It's like, it's like, how do you gather all the wood, all the kindling, put the fire stack together in the right way so that when you light it, it's the most efficient way to kind of warm you and carry you through this life. So, and longevity. And longevity, the whole thing. So from the food that you're eating, you know, the, the higher fat, higher protein, lower carbohydrate kind of fuel sources that aren't going to be like just adding hay to a right. fire that's going to go up in a blaze. You know, so you're not collecting newspapers. You're collecting like right. dense logs. Wood, yeah you know, that are actually going to help you move to the other practices that temper and season the body, like hyperthermic and hypothermic conditioning and all of these different ways that you can fuel energy and all the things that you can draw down from the ether. A lot of this is just about giving you that, the resources for that fuel so that we have the energy to accomplish what we want and the intention and the, and that the goal, you know. And when we start taking that action, when you start moving like that, it has effect on everybody and everything that you're already in relationship with, for better or worse. And that's where, wow, as I move into matter, I may have to leave some, some of my relationships behind. I might have to leave some substances behind that I have been in quite a happy codependent relationship, whether that's coffee, alcohol, other addictions, sleeping in, being in an unhealthy relationship, whatever it is, I may have to leave that behind. So sometimes we get to the point where, oh, I move and now I reach my zone of, I have to let go of this thing in order to keep moving forward. Mm-hmm. I have to let go of needing approval from everybody. Cause you're about, you know, your book's out, your, your, your book's out and it's just like, oh, I have to let go that some people are gonna love it and some people, some one may not. right they may not get with and like and how how can i still move forward even though not everybody loves what what my message is about because Mm -hmm. haters are going to come out when you start growing and you start shining that threatens other people and so this is where it gets paused again is because i have this great dream and i'm going to do this thing but my sister said i shouldn't or you know my best friend was like 
showed me all, all you know, brought all my fears to the surface. And yeah, I, I, that's just a pipe dream. I'm never going to get there. One thing that you kind of showed me, you know, a long time ago is, is a way to kind of reframe that, you know, mm -hmm. instead of being like, oh man, my people are, you know, they're, they're like this. You can almost look at them like, like the old chief to the young chief. And this was the analogy you used yeah. and saying like, oh, you can't do this. You can't do this. You're not ready for this yet. Waiting for you to say, like hell I can. Yeah. Exactly. But do that but to do that with a confident smile, not with a bunch of anger, you know, because that's that shows that shows insecurity. Mm -hmm. Like that anger response, ah getting all show puffed you. up. Yeah. You know, that's just wasting all of that energy in the ether level. <laughs> like, you know, it's that kind of quiet, confident smile, like, okay, I'll show you, you know. And and that's that's the response that you can take. And if you hold that position and also give the other people a chance to maybe they'll they will change. Like so many times you actually do something like people talk about their parents like and even in my case you know my dad wanted me to go into finance you know and, and lots of other people have these stories like oh but then I actually did it and my parents loved it you know so they had to get over that point where they weren't pleasing them for a while but with that quiet confidence like you'll see don't worry I love you you're wrong for me now but you'll see and and just go through that and just hold love not a bunch of anger or resentment and be steady but that external pressure can actually be forced to make you stronger it can be like that's poking the you fire. in the chest that's the catalyst that yeah. says somebody else's judgment i get to sit with whether or not in the etheric realm i am taking their opinion as truth more so than what i know is true that i can do it mm -hmm. and so this is where uh, when we start taking action it's going to bump up against those beliefs to say is this outside influence true and am I going to make my action in alignment with some false thing? Or is it, wait a second, these people's story, their judgment, their opinion is not in, not in alliance with my truth. And I have to act here. And this is so liberating because we break free of all of those things, which is what we need. We're going to need that courage for the element that's next because we have to face those fears. We have to you know, release that so that we know we are moving from a place of truth. Fear. And, yeah, and exactly. Fear's next. These the are, kraken you know, that lies in the deep, watery, exactly. Neptunic depths. <laughs> exactly. The animal, that ah. I, that fish with the giant eyeball on its antenna and the sharp teeth. The Loch teeth Ness, like That's jaws, in the deep, deep water, far from the surface where the light percolates and the dolphins swim and play. <laughs> it's the gnashing teeth and the electric eels of it's our intense. underwater like, fear zones. Is that where sure, we're going next? For sure, for did I sure. Set this, did I set the tone for, for where this journey Yes, yes, Loch Ness okay. Monster. Yes. Um, Loch Ness Monster is like kind of cute. He's kind of cool. He is like a big dinosaur. Um, but he's like a this, manatee and a narwhal. Yeah. And Barney all, the dinosaur. And just, and just big. He's just big. Uh, so, in that, we can be stalled anywhere along the place when we start taking action. And with Newton's law, there is going to be a reaction. And how am I going to deal with that reaction? How am I going to act? How am I going to move when my loved ones are in dissonance or whatever? So we've got to move through those fears to get through the fire element and take action in the right direction, um, which might mean to let something go or to not please anybody anymore, which is fabulous because now mm -hmm. we're starting to reprogram the reason why we're moving. We're moving in alignment with our truth rather than somebody else's expectations or opinions. How so, it's so liberating when you it can is get so liberating even partially past the need to, to accommodate, accommodate, uh, and please uh, other people. It's huge. <laughs> and know? if you're going to move into matter, 
then other people's opinions can't matter anymore. Boom. 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 If you are going to move into some solid embodied state, it's coming from within. It's definitely not coming from outside validation or anything because solid matter cannot be affected by the air and it cannot be affected by the waves of somebody else's emotions or their judgments or their insecurities getting in the way of your embodiment. Mm -hmm. So on the way to matter and mm -hmm. form, now we look at water. Denser than air. Yeah, denser than air coming and denser than fire as well because mm -hmm. the power of water... Um, and the depth of it, because we can drown. This is our emotional body. So if it's ether is I know, and air is I speak or I express, fire is I act or I move, emotion is I feel. Mm. And Arr, a tough one. <laughs> I feel. Ooh. Like, In the like, feels. Yeah, you know, a four letter word, isn't it? <laughs> a big F four letter word, Aubrey. <laughs> Um, and, and this is where most of us are programmed to pull back. This is where we get all fucked up. This is where, <laughs> this is exactly the reason why we get fucked up is because we don't want to feel, well, let me sedate, let me get drunk, let me get high, let me do anything but feel what I'm actually feeling right now because it's so uncomfortable, I have to stop this suffering. Yeah. And so that's what a lot of addictions are coming from. It's way more fun, by the way, to get drunk and fucked up when you feel good. <laughs> right? Right. Well, and that's celebrating. <laughs> that's that's celebrating. the different yeah. celebration. In order to manifest something into physical form, this is, I'm going to have to move through all of my emotions that are in the way. It's like an ocean between me and that, and, and that, and that safe haven of earth. And I got to swim across it. That means my fears, my insecurities. And well, as I start moving, am I going to fail? Is, are they going to leave me? Is this going to be a success? Am I, am I going to lose all my money? Who am I without this relationship? And if we don't address those, then whatever we build on is like on quicksand. It's not going to be on solid ground and it's going to cr crumble. We're going to sabotage it or the outside elements are going to wash it away with one wave. Yeah, it's not it's like going to be sand, sustainable. It's like a sandcastle you exactly. build right on low tide. Exactly. You know, you've just retracted your emotions just enough to get to just a little piece of shore and you start building really quick. Crumble. And crumble. It's not going to be sustainable. You got to get out of the water. You got to go from amphibian to full to full mammal. Yeah. And climb got, and, 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 find, and that that, find your way up the cliff. You have to be able to swim and not just over here with two toes in. It's like I've got to navigate all the way through that, that emotional body. I feel which means all of those things, the traumas from the past that are stuck in our emotion, emotional body that we don't really want to deal with are going to come up when we start growing. We talked before in another podcast of like, oh, when you have a stress fracture, zero gravity, no problem. When you put a 300-pound you know, weights yeah. on it, you're going to crack it. Same thing here because remember, as we're going down the elements, there's more form and there's more density and it takes longer. And sometimes these biggest emotional wounds have happened decades ago. So we have in the ethers beliefs and traumas in our brain that are still working unconsciously. Mm -hmm. I'm not worthy. Nobody loves me. Blah, blah, blah. All of those stories that are real. And we just haven't dealt with them yet. Yep. And we have to actually go head on and just look at the waves. And the more we can navigate with our emotions calm and allow our waters, it's nat natural. All of us are made mostly of water. And emotions in the human experience, they're natural. 
it's natural for us to grieve when there's a loss of something or to be disappointed when we hit a wall or, uh, you know, something doesn't go our way. It's, it's normal to be upset and pissed that we got sucker punched, you yeah. know, and we want to give a, a lot more weight to honoring natural, healthy emotions, not dragon lady I'm chaos. Yeah. yeah. You know, we don't want to engage it like that because then it becomes a destructive tsunami. But I mean, we have this natural ebb and flow of our emotions that are, is, 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 is important. And if we can allow that to happen, then it's not these big, huge waves. And we can kind of be like, okay, I can get across this. And, oh, here comes, I got to look at this wave of insecurity. All right, uh, let me look at it. Let me feel it. Let me find out what's underneath it because my security lies underneath it. Yeah. We dive deep down here and this is where all the treasures are. This is where the treasures are. This is where the life lessons are so that when you get to the other side, you actually know how to build something because you know what you don't want. Yeah, for me, the, you know, the, the effective way that I've been able to deal with the root of underneath these emotions, because I've certainly thrown myself in turbulent seas, <laughs> you, you know, open relationship, a great example of the most turbulent boiling sea <laughs> that I could possibly create. And the key is to, you know, you have to change your identification point. You can't be identified as the emotional self mm -hmm. and then observe the emotions and see the truth of them because they'll spin you in a million delusions. Right. It's like you're in the spin cycle. You have to remove yourself from that and change your identification to that higher self, that higher perspective, the observer of yourself and say, oh, wow, look at what I'm feeling right now. I feel what I'm feeling, but I'm, I'm observing myself feeling what I'm feeling. Where is the root of that? Where is the insecurity there? Where is that? And in doing so, you can go navigate safely in the shadow. It doesn't inoculate you from all the feelings, but just that subtle shift in perspective where you're the observer of your emotions allows you to go deep. And that's that's really what you're doing. You got to go not just to the top layer of the water. No, you got to go the all down. the way down. You know where the because that's where live. the dark that's where the dark stuff is. And also, treasure seeks to the bottom of the you know goes to the bottom of the ocean. Yeah. That's where the gold is. Because okay, I'm really pissed this breakup, or I'm really angry about this thing. Okay, witness it, honor it. Don't stuff it. You know, not indulge it, but let's just honor it. Okay, I'm feeling sad. I'm feeling angry. Okay, let me feel it. Then. That allows us to go dive deep. What's underneath it? Mm. What is the lesson here? Why did this happen? What was I ignoring? What was I believing? Where was I not being honest with myself? What was I afraid of? And that's where the treasure comes. And just like you said, yeah, we got to dive deep. And it's not easy. It's not easy. It doesn't feel great a lot of times. And yet, when we avoid it, all it does is create more tsunamis and then we get sucker punched left and right. You, but no, you've been great, in an ocean great, before yeah. where you just like, oh shit, I just got doused by a wave because I wasn't paying attention. But that tsunami is a great analogy because sometimes you can just ride the ether and the fire and the like, air all the way to shore without ha ever having dealing with the emotion. But that emotional build and that earthquake will underneath come up. will rumble and then just like with a tsunami taking down Atlantis, you know, like it's going to pull all of your buildings and all right. of your, even if you did manage to get to relatively solid ground, if you've never dealt with those emotional depths, if you've never gone into the shadows, into the murky waters, you're not, you're not ever going to be able to, to deal with that. And it'll come and it'll wash over the land and it'll pull everything back so that it forces you to deal with those emotions because the body doesn't want to hold on to those. Right. Those are toxic to the spirit. They're toxic to... To who we really are and so it wants us to go down there and sort that shit out and we're getting invitation after invitation after <clears throat> invitation 
louder and louder and louder to look at it. You know, okay, well, I'm just going to break up with that person. I'm just going to go to the next one. It's like same lesson, different haircut, mm-hmm. you know, loud, deeper pain. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, well, screw that person on to the next one. Same lesson, different haircut, deeper pain. Mm-hmm. And sometimes this is where it gets stalled is because the ego or the, the, the pain avoidance, I'm just going to stay in addiction. I'm going to stay in avoidance and I'm going to stay in three inches of shallow water pretending that this is life and I'm just, that's going to be my life. And so some people will get stalled in this place because they're not willing, not ready, or not having the support to navigate those deep seas. And even some of the, you know, pharmaceutical interventions, and I don't want to categorically say all, but some of them, a lot of them, they're just basically putting a cap on the depth of your water. It's like Mm -hmm. a glass ceiling and Mm -hmm. it's like, okay, now you get this little small glass, but, but it cuts you off from a lot of where your soul is and a lot of where your treasure is in those depths and robs you of the ability to even go down there and deal with that stuff. And so maybe as a stopgap, if the exactly if right. the if it's so gnarly that it'll consume you and drown you right away. All right, yeah, okay, great. Fair. Temporarily. You That's know. what time is for, is because sometimes let's say a trauma happens at a certain age and just for whatever I'm not ready yet. Maybe yeah. maturity I'm not read, or it's not time. I don't have the support around me yet. So yeah, I'm going to start sedating. I'm going to start smoking pot. I'm going to start sleeping around. I'm going to start you know, getting drunk. And I'm going to sedate. And then there comes a time, the catalyst, where the soul is so hungry, it can't stand it any longer. And it's like, I'm going to get off this medication. I'm going to sober up. I'm going I'm to do this. And sometimes, exactly right, that stopgap, that Band-Aid, that crutch. And that's what I've seen medications or sedating things of like, I'm just buying time right now because mm-hmm. I'm emotionally, energetically, um, or spiritually not prepared yet. And it might not be this lifetime because that's sometimes in this work that I do, I've realized, okay, they're not going to get that this one this time in this yeah. lifetime. And to be okay that this is where this soul can go. They can go into three feet of water. And other people, for all of us, some things are super easy to navigate through this and we manifest into reality. It's not like every issue I'm drowning. You know, some people in some areas, we're going to be like, oh, this is easy. We're not going to understand why, why, why is it so hard for you to lose five pounds? I don't get it because for me, it's easy. And for somebody else, they have all these other things to navigate. Different with. sea monsters. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. And we also in the emotional body get to honor where somebody else's emotional body is is because they may not quite be ready yet and their emotions may be consuming them. And this isn't like, oh, well, here, let me save you because ultimately I got to get across that emotion. That doesn't mean I don't need support and guidance, you know, a coach to help me through navigating those seas, but ultimately I have to get those strokes and I can't just, oh, buoy, yeah, you're going to take me across. Uh Uh-oh, but I didn't go down and get my treasures. Mm. You know, I I didn't do my work. And so this is also honoring the process and the timeline for each soul. It will take as long as it takes. And people sometimes have to go into rehab three times before it works. Mm-hmm. You know, I have a client right now that is, you know, with heroin addiction. And it's just like it clicked for her on her third time to rehab, on her third time to total intervention because She'd been building courage and the strength along the way to get there. Now she has the tools. Now she has the ability. Now she has the courage and the strength, and she's getting across. And she'll get across, and she will stay right? because she's building on solid ground. And sometimes we've got to be really gentle with each other, honest, 
but we also be, want a really compassionate and gentle because it's a tender area right here. And we don't want to cause more wounds by trying to force or guilt somebody not getting across and swimming the, the English channel in, in three seconds flat. Yeah, and also make the mistake of saying just because it was easy for you, it should be easy for them. Exactly. Or like, that this is the way. Yeah. I took this path. You should use this stroke because I don't know you. Yeah. And I don't know you. And until I really deeply understand what you're going through in your shoes, how could I possibly tell you this is the path for you? It's like, hey, here's some ideas. Try it out. Yeah. Try it out. See if it fits. Hey, this helped me when I got in that spot. I don't know if it'll fit you or not. Give it, give it a go. Try it out maybe. You know, and that one path doesn't fit uh, all people. Yeah, and nor one timeline. This is your line. You know, like you choose your line. There's avalanches <laughs> and rocks and boulders and jumps. Like you can't tell someone to take your line. If you're a ski racer, if you're <laughs> anything like in life, like you right. take your line, you know, and if someone wants to take your line, then great if they want it. But you can't say you have to take that. They don't have the same skis. They don't have the same skills. They don't have the same. It's not the same thing. They got to find their own way. And their own treasure because you yeah. have different treasures than I do. And I might have to go into a totally different cove. And I might, that, even though that might have worked for you or this might have worked for me, it's like, yeah, somebody else might be having to go three coves over into some other really deep short of like, I need to have this experience before I can get over there. And this is where patience is really important. Not enabling and wallowing, but okay, let me feel it. And wow, I'm still kind of getting the groove of this water because we're, we're, you know, two-legged beings. We like solid things. Mm -hmm. And this feels very uncomfortable to be immersed in water. And especially if you've been programmed, especially men, don't cry, don't feel, don't go deep into that because then there's a lot of social programming around that. And so that also means for men and for women as well that have any social programming about that feeling or crying or being in that emotional state in a healthy way, uh, that there's something wrong with that. Yeah, it's almost like we're told to avoid the waters entirely. Exactly. You know, which is, which is terrible advice. But that is, that is where the joy is. That's right. where the pleasure is. That's where the, 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 the animals on the planet that have the highest vibration of joy are dolphins. They're mm -hmm. spinning out of the water. They're having a blast. They're highly intelligent and affectionate. The water element is our passion and our joy. Also sits within this is our sexual uh, energy, our creative energy. Like there's a lot of wonderful things in the water element. This is where we birth things. Mm -hmm. And this is all of that passion and the juicy stuff. So it's not only, oh shit, you know, there's jaws in the, in the ocean because there's also joy and beautiful treasures. And you can't protect yourself from one without protecting yourself from the other. Yeah, Like exactly. you armor up, yeah. <laughs> you put that inflatable suit on, you know, and you go through the water, you're going to, you're not going to be able to move and swim yeah. and play. Dive but deep. yeah, maybe you might, might avoid some of the, the deep water creatures as well, but you can't block yourself from one without blocking yourself from the other. And you can't armor yourself <laughs> up to keep out the fear without armoring yourself up to, that keeps out and bottles in the love too right. you know it goes both ways like if you create an impermeable layer it doesn't like choose great. it doesn't choose which one is going to come same in way out. with the heart it's yeah. like oh if i put a wall up great i don't get hurt but i also don't, don't let feel. love in or out and i don't feel so this is that ocean of emotion which is um navigating those waters is is beautiful and and then we come out on the other side when we really do that we dive deep into the treasures 
oh, from that traumatic experience or from that joyful experience, I learned this, I got this treasure, now I know. And I, I, I'm, in, I'm ready to build with solid material. Mm. This is um, where earth element, I embody, I manifest, I have integrated what I know. Because he's like, oh, I know about that. And I know, when I'm listening, I'm saying, yep, I know that they just are in the ethers about it and in the air about that. That doesn't mean what they know is embodied. And yeah. so knowing is one thing. Embodying is a whole different thing. It's a completely different thing. And for so many years, decades, I made this assumption that if, you're gonna, if you say you're going to do something, you're actually going to do it. You're going to manifest it in the reality. Yeah, I'll lend you that money. I'm going to be here for you, all of that. When, when, and then we see, oh, actions speak louder than words. And it's like a ghost town. Where they go? <laughs> what happened? It's like, oh, they were just in the air about it. Mm -hmm. And I, I just made that assumption that when someone says, someone does. And there's a, there's a huge gap between, uh, from what we've talked about, between air and earth. And there's time. And sometimes some people may not have the capability, or I might have the cap not have the capability or the readiness um, to, to manifest it into physical reality. This is strength, solidness. This is stability. When the wind comes, when the water comes, when the fire comes, earth stays put. This yeah. is the mountain, mountain. energy and uh, embodiment. Well, this is badass to have a map of this because like i think we all understand roughly these concepts but then to see the map of how it moves and to be able to track where it is and i think it's incredibly incredibly helpful so well and plus with able to, to see that now i can hear where you're coming from or when i'm across the you know from from somebody else it also helps give me a map with where somebody else is mm -hmm. that if they say they're going to do something i'm not all in yeah I'm, I'm aware that there is intention and then I'll be in this space where I'm awning and allowing and holding space because they may actually act. And then they may, you know, then they may navigate, there may be some emotional wobbles, okay? And they may get over to the other side and, and embody it. But I, I'm not holding my breath for that whole time. I'm honoring that they're going through a process yeah. just as I am. And uh, so, and, and the book made it into physical form, <laughs> right? That is 3D because... That's a lot of editing. That's a lot of rights, rewrites, publishing. And it's a bit, been a big dance and a big birth for you. And congratulations. Thank you. Um, just as on it was, because on it was an idea long before it came, became a reality. And you had to navigate through all of these steps for us to be sitting in the on office right now. Mm -hmm. Because when we first talked years and years ago, like so many years ago, I don't know how many years ago, this wasn't even completely a thought yet there no. were some ideas maybe and you navigated through all of those steps and manifested into reality and have been able to look at your fears and deal with a lot of emotion that comes up every day about can we do this can we expand listen lots of sharks ate my ass oh my lots of eels fucking <laughs> crawled up my dick hole and electrocuted me like there was fucking i got leeches and parasites you're and hearing sea the truth this is fucking, behind the scenes <laughs> kraken's wrapping their tentacles around my throat right. like and also some, some really shark fun times where i'm riding dolphins. on the back of dolphins i'm like a goddamn merman yeah exactly you know, just floating through with my golden trident and everything's right? been great it's been a whole mix and you're a better swimmer because of it totally because now you know you can swim in deep I'm not afraid like of the water the waters exactly i love the water right. all the things right. you know like it's just a different 
it's a different thing when you start getting that practice of going and diving and diving deeper and diving deeper and you know finding the gorges where it's even deep oh there's Ooh. a crack that goes really deep you know in this pacific rim you know hole right? that i can like, go down oh, wow abyss. what's underneath there That's and the abyss. there's always that other layer and i'm i've just started to enjoy that process of exploring like right. what is at the very bottom where are these fears you know how far can i go and and that's uh, yielded a lot of, you know, ability to discover new shores and to build new things on different landscapes. And it's on solid ground. And yeah. and anytime there's an opportunity to refine it so that it's even stronger, then instead of saying, oh, I'm being sabotaged, or it's like, oh, this is just so that this can be more stable, so that the systems actually work when someone pushes the order button, you know? Yeah. That's all of those details, because in the material realm, this is where the details happen and we build on solid foundation and anything that isn't so solid is going to keep getting our attention to rebuild it because sometimes we have to rebuild. Totally. It was and solid, now a, we have to rebuild it. If you build it. a city and it falls down, great. Now you know how to build a stronger city. Exactly. But if you never built a city you're still and you're waiting for the perfect, I got to know perfectly how to do it and I got to know how everything fits together and it's got to be exactly right because if it falls down, then I'll be a failure. That's not how you figure that shit out. You need to figure it out by building it the best you can. Have the best plan. Sucker punches. And sometimes jaws. it gets not, oh shit, it got knocked down. I never thought of that. All right, we'll build it again. I'm better. You'll be faster building it and the that, next time. Those are the treasures that yeah. that shore it up so that what you're building, whether it's your physical body for longevity, whether it's a stronger, healthier relationship, whether it's a business or an idea, that you're building it on strong foundation. And since you've gone through all of these things, when it needs attention, you're not afraid to fix it. Because you could, you go through those steps and you're like, okay, so this isn't working. I'll have some emotion about it. I might have a little tantrum. And then I'm gonna, <laughs> like, ah, oh, shit, we got to do that. And then I'm going to go ahead and take a breath and then rebuild again. Yep. Wiser and stronger with more treasures in our pocket. That's abundance. That's, that's manifestation. And abundance isn't just financial because if we're building healthier relationships, then we're abundant in love. We're abundant in community were abundant in our health and our our state of mind so uh, this has just been so fun to yeah, <laughs> as has. always it's been great well, it's definitely always. one of my favorite chats with you, yeah so. yeah totally. uh, where can people find you i am in sedona uh <laughs> when, when i'm not here in austin playing around and on it uh so i run a shamanjelic healing center in sedona which you've been to many times mm -hmm. and uh what I do there is kind of navigate people through awareness and intention and action and moving through their emotional body into manifesting their highest and fullest, greatest self into reality. And so this is things that I do every day, individually, in, in groups, um, with couples and families and private uh, retreats and online courses. And I'll be sure to put on this landing page some free gifts for your Awesome. Um, for those people that are watching. And she's and got mad tricks. Oh. She's got mad tricks up her sleeve. She's <laughs> got meditations and breath works and yeah. different different things. So if you do get a chance to work with her, I highly recommend it. Yeah. Yeah. So if you're still watching, if you're still listening, I see you. And um, I know that something powerful and mad magical is ready to manifest out of the ethers into form. And that you can do it. I know you can do it. And uh, your manifestation powerful or your manifestation powers are powerful. And we need your magic on the planet in physical form, not just in ideas. And I'm here to help you navigate through it. No doubt. Yeah. It's also a big part of what my course, Go For Your Win, is about yeah. as well. 
you know, the first part is about finding that vision, really working in the ethereal, finding the allies, the other winged winged allies that you can carry you through the ether and understand where you're going. And then it goes into the skills, which navigating the emotional bodies and then the resistance, how to deal with the monsters, taking you all the way out <laughs> through that process. So uh, anybody interested in that, that's goforyourwin.com. Too. It's a good map, you know, because yeah. we do. You, and you need to navigate through all of this territory to actually create something sustainable and meaningful. Yeah. Huh. We love you guys. You're the okay, fucking best. Okay, we love you. Bye, everybody. <laughs> Bye. I hope you guys got a lot out of that podcast. If you're interested in more from Anahata, go to Shamangelic Healing. And also, if you're interested in ideas on what you would like to transform, you're in luck. My new book, Own the Day, Own Your Life, has plenty of these practices that you can bring from the ether all the way into your body. So appreciate you guys tuning in as always. If you're interested in the book, it's ownthedaybook.com. I love you. See you next time.